0: You're listening to Radio Tab's Mobile Rolling.
1: Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au.
0: Tim Edwards has been filling in for Chris Barsby on a Tuesday here on Mobile Rolling and as so we say good morning to Tim, I'll just have a look at those Globe Derby results from last Saturday night. Gee, we favourites had a pretty good time of it, didn't they? A lot of shorties as well. I know Bakiro's Storm started a dollar sixty-five. I'm Reggie a dollar forty. Uh, then you had some real shorties at the back end of the program, hanging fire a dollar fifteen, dollar fifteen about Classy Dancer, and dollar thirty-five Fletch McGuire uh, in the last right or oh, the second last, and two seventy-five Winsome Ruby. Tim Edwards, good morning. Yeah, good morning, Steve. Yeah, we had a a good night there on Saturday night. We had 10 races. We had 10 races there yesterday as well, Steve. So, um, yeah, the numbers are certainly up here in South Australia. We had a few shorties win on Saturday, but uh, we had a few uh, shorties win in the latter part of the program yesterday. But uh, all in all, um, you know, most of the races out at Globe Derby at the moment are particularly even and... Um, barring a handful of races that you know you get the odds-on favourites that win in, in all different codes, but um, yeah, right now uh, the the racing's pretty even at this stage, Steve. Yeah, all top Crusader, I know, was a case in point yesterday. Was a really mm. short, wasn't it? Our first, yeah, it's yeah. it certainly was that horse. It's um, I was speaking to Aaron Bain last night. He, he said the horse might actually go out to the paddock now after winning that race yesterday. So um, he's going to be an exciting horse when he comes back in again. And Aaron Bain had another shorty there, didn't he? Yesterday, hell of a sports star. He had a couple yesterday. Hell of a sports star is is uh, a newcomer to his stable, and um, that horse went exceptionally good yesterday. And I believe that horse is uh, uh, it's, it's one of those horses that uh, that Aaron Bain and his stable are, are sort of selling off between a lot of different sporting clubs. I think they've got about six sporting clubs involved in that horse at the moment. They're looking for about ten. So, on what it did yesterday. Uh, I'd be contacting Aaron Bain Racing because that horse is going to win a lot more races in South Australia and they're trying to split it up between a number of different sporting clubs, that horse. Our first guest is with us this morning, Tim. Yeah, it certainly is, Steve. Um, Greg Schofield is having a a fantastic season in South Australia. He's, of course, based at Narricourt, which is a good four-hour drive in the car from, uh, from Narricourt to Globe Derby. And uh, I thought we'd get Greg on because uh, his team is up and running and uh, he's got a couple of key chances heading towards the SA Pacing Cup in a month's time. And as we say, good morning to Greg. How are you, Greg?
1: Yeah, fine. Thank you. Yourself?
0: Very good. Thanks, mate. Uh, you're down in sunny Narracourt. It's beautiful conditions in Adelaide at the moment. I'm expecting it's pretty similar down there in Narracourt.
1: Yeah, very nice. Very nice. Just uh, we need a bit more rain to keep the grass going, But, no, it's a nice
0: day. Um, Greg... A couple of horses i want to talk to you about this morning but first of all congratulations i did read a, uh, a little article about uh, a month ago your stable has passed the million dollars in earnings and i was reading an article that mentioned that your winning strike rate this season has been at 46 percent now for a trainer that's only got a handful of horses that's a wonderful strike rate that you've uh, been able to develop there yeah
1: i'm very happy with it we're uh the wife and i yes uh uh, they're firing up all right, and uh yeah we just uh we're enjoying the moment, and uh we just hope it keeps going uh, they are working pretty good uh we're the only people in Narurt area now actually training standard breath, mm,
0: mm. Yeah, I I did think that. I was looking through um, some of the trainers that obviously come down from Mount Gambier, which is a good hour on from Narricourt. But, yeah, you're the only one down there in Narricourt training the the harness horses. And um, I guess uh, the horses are liking the environment, Greg, because uh, I don't think you've got a bad horse in your stable. No,
1: we're uh, pretty lucky there. Yeah, we live out of the town a bit and uh, it's very quiet out here and uh, I don't stable them. They're in... uh, or half-acre paddocks each, and uh, mm-hmm. that's that's their home, and uh, we work them here. At home, we'll, we've got our own track here, and we work them here, but we do most of our fast work out at the
0: Narrow Court Racecourse on the ground. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And is it just yourself and your wife, Greg? Uh, anyone else in the team there helps out? No, it's only
1: uh, Gail and I. Yep.
0: Okay, and... Um Horse-wise, um, is there only four in the stable at the moment or is there any young ones coming through? We've
1: got, um, we've got Dynamo, Hanging Fire and uh, Ricaro Storm and uh, Jaws of Lincoln will be coming back short, very
0: shortly. Uh, yeah. no, well, no, that...
1: no, no young ones this
0: year. Yeah, well, let's touch on Jaws of Lincoln because I think he's on everyone's thoughts at the moment. I know he's on my thoughts. We saw him at the start of the year um, you know, coming back after having such a fantastic season, becoming Horse of the Year last year in South Australia. And he came back earlier this year and competed in the Italian Cup. Um, what's gone wrong with Jaws of Lincoln, Greg? Is, is there an issue there with him?
1: Oh, not really. He just he got severe bruising in his offside <coughs> back. He um a high, uh, foot and, uh, yeah, we just had to stop and slow down with him and give him a bit of a break. So we decided to give him a good one. But he's almost ready to come back now. No, he's Well, oh, that's...
0: Ex- OK, that's exciting. Is um, uh, What's what's sort of on the plans with Jaws of Lincoln? Are you just going to take it week by week with him?
1: Well, I've talked to the manager of the syndicate and we're, we're hoping we can get him right and place him in Adelaide a few times, but we're sort of thinking about uh, the Victorian Country Cups
0: mm. with him. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how long how long's has he been out for now? Has it been three months? No, uh,
1: no, it wouldn't be that. It's, no, about about seven weeks or something, I suppose.
0: Okay, all right. And he's um for, apart from that little issue that you've had with him, everything else is is sound with him.
1: Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. He's a cheeky little brute, but he's fine. Mm. <laughs>
0: yeah right um he's an exciting horse greg i must admit you know coming into the uh, the harness gig myself late last year um you know getting to call jewels of lincoln um on what he did the year prior i was a little excited to call him uh, in the italian cup i know he got uh he got run down but um you know he's an exciting horse to call because he he races at that high speed when he's absolutely flying doesn't he yeah he's got
1: some high speed all right he's uh he, uh, he's pretty exciting to drive. I drive him at home here and he's, yeah, he, when he lets down, when he, I sort of know when he's really right, he really motors. You know, mm. he's got some, he's got some, uh, he's got some speed.
0: How does he compare to the, the great Emain Macca Macker that you had, um, when he retired back in 2021? Um, how, do, how does he compare to Emain Macca?
1: Macker? Yeah, well, he's, old Emain. he's Fritz, as we call him. He's, uh, he's still here. My wife mm. rides him and, uh, yeah, he won't be going anywhere. Uh, yeah, well, different sort. He's a bit different a horse to Emain. Emain was uh, an all-rounder, you know, like he could sit, sprint, lead, sit behind. Mm. Uh, and linking uh, is getting that way, but he's he's an up-and-running sort of speedy horse. Different
0: different mm. type of horse for them. Mm. Yeah, exciting horse, both of them, and yeah, Ema Maca, what a thrill uh, that horse uh, brought your uh, stable, Greg, over the years. Um, great to see that uh, that Ema Maca is still on the property there. Um, Jaws of Lincoln, okay, so we're going to see him perhaps in what, maybe three months' time, or a little bit sooner than that. Oh, I'll be sooner. Okay. Sooner. Any sooner chance of that. sort of getting sooner him? Than... Any chance getting him here towards the carnival? Any 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 chance of that?
1: Well, it, um it just depends. I've just got to wait till I hear from the owners, see what they want to do first. You
0: know, mm. Mm.
1: but I, I think he should be all right for the carnivals.
0: All right. Okay. So that's Jaws of Lincoln. Now he was the horse of the year last year in South Australia. There's another horse in your stable right now, Greg. That's that's you know taken the next step. That potentially could be the horse of the year this year in South Australia, and that's Hanging Fire now. Tell us about him because he won on Saturday night. We saw him winning when you know, got an easy lead, and and he he would have barely blown out a candle on the way home. Would he, uh, Greggy? It was like a track gallop.
1: Yeah, he's um, he's a very very nice horse. He's uh, I bought him off David Drury in Mount mm. Uh Old David's a friend of mine, and uh, I think he just gets a bit too busy with his work and. Uh, sort of we stepped up and uh, we purchased it off him and, uh, yeah, he's taken a while to sort of conform to my way of, of training and, uh, yeah, no, every, every, everything I ask of him, he's doing and especially last Saturday night because I talked to Gator before the race and you've got to be very careful with horses like him that uh, you keep shooting them to the front and trying to run under mm-hmm. 30 for every quarter. You can... Uh, mm-hmm you can get their, get their head a bit mixed up. And uh, she just drove him a treat the other night and he had mm. plenty of petrol
0: left. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it was a soft win on Saturday night. The run before that, Greg, I was up there calling the race and I thought, wow, this, this is impressive. What he did two starts ago with those quarters. I think he ran sub-30 all quarters and he just absolutely smashed his opposition and that was sort of stand up and be counted. And you think, well, this horse could go to all the big races here in october i'm
1: sure i'm sure he will uh he um he's got a hell of a constitution you you bring him home and he just cleans up he's Mm. you know i've had some reasonable horses over the years and he's the best eater i've ever had he just doesn't knock himself around and you know Mm. he's good but you've got to travel him with something he's he'll go on his own but he won't run as good you've got to have a got to have another horse with him either another horse that's racing that night or bring bring a companion
0: yeah right okay he likes someone to to sit in the uh, the back with him does he
1: yeah that's exactly right he's uh, he's, uh, he's we found out we found that earlier on when when we first got him we found out that he didn't travel we took him to Charlton and then he should have gone a lot better than he did but uh that
0: that was the reason. Mm. Okay, that's interesting. Um, with hanging fire, Greg, a, a lot of his wins at Glow Derby has been when he's sort of gone straight to the lead. He's even from gate seven. He's just got explosive speed. He leads now. Uh, is is there a time that I guess he's going to have to sit back in a race? And and would you be as confident with him coming from behind uh, rather than just leading the field? Yeah, I'm, I'm as confident uh,
1: he. He he showed that to us at Horsham against a very very nice horse. He sat behind him at Horsham in the race, mm, and Michael mm. Bellman drove him for me. And uh, yeah, he he was just grabbing him up the straight. He just he just couldn't quite get to him, but he was stripping yards off him. And uh, no, he sat behind all right. He just mm. he's a he, he'll need the speed on that. Mm.
0: So he goes you to know, the yeah, SA yeah, Pacing yeah. Cup now, doesn't he? Yeah, he's straight in. Yep. Mm, mm. Well, he'll have a, another run before then, no doubt. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll have to. I've probably
1: Saturday week. I've got another one here, uh, Dynamo, who's given me a lot of trouble. Mm. But mm. I'm really hoping I can get him in the cup too, because he's got a, he's got he's really speedy. He's just a bit of bit of a beggar.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask you about Dynamo because there's been a few occasions that you know, that horse has started a very short price favourite and seemingly had everything go his way and, and, and not perform, but you, you might be alluding to the fact there that he's a bit of a problem horse. Is that right?
1: Yeah, he, he, you remedy one problem with him and, and he, he, he looks at you and grins and finds another one. Right. He's uh, that sort of horse, but he has got a lot, a lot
0: of ability I tell you, he's very, very quick and strong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who would be the better of the two? Of the, well, at the moment you'd probably say Hanging Fire, but if they went head-to-head on the track, who would be the better horse at a Hanging Fire well, and Dynamo?
1: The, the other horse, uh, Dynamo and Hanging Fire, they were in a race two starts back that, uh, that uh, Hanging Fire was in. And I said to mm-hmm. Tony, he drove in
0: mm-hmm.
1: And I just said, you'll probably sit behind him. And I said, him just go for a break, see what happens. But he just mm. he got his tongue over the bit or something and he mm. just had to pull him out of the race.
0: Mm. But okay, he's that's interesting. Very,
1: very nice. He's a very nice horse. He's just... He's not showing it enough yet, but uh, we'll get there.
0: If you had Jaws of Lincoln on at his absolute best and hanging fire at his absolute best, is there much between them, Greg? Oh, that's a
1: hard question to answer. Uh, <laughs> no. uh... I don't know. I've got a lot of time for both of them. They're both very, very nice horses and it'll be an interesting race. We'll leave it at that.
0: Mm. <laughs> yeah, okay. And what about Rikuro Storm? She's the other one in your stable and she's doing everything right too, isn't she?
1: She's, she's been a good earner for us so far. She's a she's a quiet achiever, that one. She's a lovely horse and she went really good last Saturday. I was really happy with her and mm. I think Corey Johnson's got a niche, bit of a niche, found a niche with her and Mm. You know, I think he's doing a good job on her. I'm going mm. yeah, to
0: mm.
1: try and set her for the Gala Cup because she is qualified from a stand.
0: Yeah, OK. All right. Well, she'd be highly competitive in a race like that. But um, it sounds like, Greg, you're, you're going to have a bit of fun in our carnival because you've already got Hanging Fire who's qualified for the Cup. And then you're potentially going to have Dynamo who's going to be set for it as well. So I'm, I'm assuming you're going to set Dynamo for the heats on that Friday the 20th of October. That's
1: the way. And just keep our fingers crossed. And, uh, yeah, then um, just that's all you can do. And uh, hopefully I don't have to go and explain myself to the stewards all the time. But I think we're
0: <laughs> well, I think... hopefully
1: we've remedied that now.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think you've explained it well. There, he's, he's got a mind of his own, Dynamo, and if he switches on, he, he's capable of anything.
1: Yeah, he's he worked. I worked in this morning quick, and uh, no, he's when when he's going down when you let him down, and he's going hard, and you just flick the reins and give him a growl, he he just goes again. He's very, mm. very strong. Mm. Well, no, it'd be like nice it. to
0: have. Jo- I was going to say, it'd be nice to have Jaws of Lincoln there on SA Pacing Cup night as well, even if he's not in the Cup. It'd be nice to have him there.
1: Yeah, no, he's... he's a, no, We're pretty lucky. We've, at the moment, we've got a nice little stable. And i mm. uh, looking forward to getting him back in work. He's a he's a bit of a favourite of mine, that one.
0: Yeah, well, no doubt. The, I think all your stable are favourites at the moment, Greg. They're all doing everything right for you. As I said, that that win percentage rate... 46% this season. And, look, it wouldn't be easy, Greg. You know, you're driving from Narragore. That's a good four and a half hours with the float. And uh, I'm assuming you you go back the same night or do you normally stay over? No, we go back. We you find, go back. Uh, Gee, that's a, a late finish.
1: Yeah, well, we my wife and I got in the bed at half past two Sunday morning. Wow. Uh, but um, we found sometimes... M- we will stay down, not very often now but um, by the time you book into a motel, take the horse somewhere, let him get him into another stable, feed him you know, back to the motel Mm. you're virtually halfway home Mm, mm.
0: Yeah, I suppose if there's two people in the car as well it makes it a bit easier, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, well my wife's there sitting there talking to me and annoying me so that's all right. (laughs)
0: Yeah, well, you need someone to annoy you on that four and a half hour drive. I've driven it plenty of times, Greg, and um, it's it's a lonely drive that uh, that drive to the southeast. And when it's dark roads and there's not a lot of lighting, it's it can become a little bit dangerous. So to have someone there talking to you is probably a good thing. Oh yeah,
1: I know. Years ago, I used to when I was working, I had my own uh, construction business, and I used to go down and back to the old All Track and stuff like that. And go back through Palmer and that. And, oh, that was a nightmare coming home. But mm. I got it. I made it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, well, you have, and that's great. And, and I guess um, it always makes it a bit easier when you've got some some superstars in the back that uh, are coming along for the drive as well, like uh, like Hanging Fire and, and Jaws of Lincoln and Dynamo etc. So that always makes it a bit easier too. Yeah, um,
1: it's a long trip home sometimes when you. are you have a bad night and your your brain keeps telling you what, what's going on, what's wrong and what do you have to do to improve. I always look at myself mm. and try to see what I'm doing wrong before I blame the horses.
0: Yeah. Well, I think you're doing a lot right right now, Greg, and, and it's been lovely to chat to you this morning on Mobile Rolling, and we might even check in with you in a couple of weeks' time just to find out... What the plan's going to be with Jaws of Lincoln because he's a he's a fan favourite and obviously the crowd will get out there on on uh, Cup night and they'll be looking for him because um, he's got an attraction about him that fellow.
1: Yeah, funny to say that we've had a few people down there ask us the wife and I where he is and what's going on and yeah, no, mm. he is he's just he's a striking looking horse. He's a bit of a show off. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, he's got he's got plenty to show off about. He's got a big motor, and um, we look forward to seeing him back on the track. And, and good luck with hanging fire. As I said, he's already qualified for the SA Pacing Cup, so he's there, and and obviously we'll see what Dynamo can do in the heats in, in a few weeks' time. Um, best of luck, Greg. Great chatting to you this morning on mobile rolling, and keep the winners coming, and, and stay safe on that long drive back.
1: No worries, and thank you.